and welcome back to the fifth and final session of this series called Fresh Beginnings, the uh, meditation at anything but square. So thank you all for joining me. So we've had a bit of a journey over these last few sessions, trying to rethink our priorities in life and learning how to develop a more resilient, more peaceful mind, that a mind which is a source of happiness for us, regardless of what life throws in our path. So in this final session then, which we've called sustainable resilience, I'd like to look at the future. I'd like to give some instruction on how to be able to maintain a constantly peaceful mind because it's all very well being able to do a few minutes meditation here and there but is it going to be enough to see us through the rest of our life a couple of things i want to share with you to be able to succeed in uh, continuing to have a strong and happy mind first of all i'd like to quote the tibetan master uh, a fellow called geshe chekawa and he said there are always two activities one at the beginning and one at the end and by this, he meant that there are two principal things that we need to start doing every day if we wish to be able to keep progressing in our happiness. The first thing is in the morning to set our motivation. Now, what I'd like to say with respect to this is don't rush blindly into your day. Don't sleepwalk into your day. Just when you wake up in the morning, and I know sometimes it's very busy in the morning, but just give yourself one or two minutes to sit up in bed and think about what's in your mind, just to take stock of your mind. What's in there? What are you thinking about? What are you worrying about? What's troubling you? And without any judgment of yourself or your thoughts, almost like a third-party spectator, just spend a few minutes observing with a view, because we've learned this earlier on in our, in our series, with a view to just, for even temporarily, let those thoughts subside and dissolve back into the clarity of your own mind. Then, meditate. Again, I know you're busy in the morning and you, maybe you've got kids or you've got to get to work or whatever it is, but we don't need to meditate for half an hour, just two or three minutes. After we've taken stock of what's in the mind, the next job is to breathe. Focus on your breath. We did this earlier. And remain focused for just a couple of minutes. Why are we doing this? Well, we want to set a trajectory for the day. We want to start the day as a peaceful person. I've said this before, but the person you are, everything that you are, is shaped by what's in your mind. So if you can start the day with some feelings of peace, then at least you're starting the day as a peaceful person. So before your coffee, before your muesli, Nourish yourself with a peaceful mind. So this whole practice is only going to take five minutes, isn't it? Watch, take stock, breathe. Maybe you want to do some other meditation. That's okay. We've learned a lot on this series. And 
If you haven't done so already, again, let me recommend you to download the the book, How to Transform Your Life. It's a free download. Download that from howtotyl.com and do a meditation for a few minutes. Then throughout the day, just keep checking back in to that experience of peace. Then in the evening, remember Geshe Chekwa said there are two activities, one at the beginning, one at the end. So the second main activity is at the end of your day, to look back over your day and see how peaceful you were. If you recognize that you weren't that peaceful, don't be hard on yourself. Just simply reflect, see what was your main problem that day. Were you grumpy? Were you, did you suffer from some uncontrolled craving? Were you jealous? Well, what was it? Just take stock. Just, just label it and relax. We never think I'm a bad person. We just think these thoughts are my enemies and tomorrow I'm going to try again. Then you draw a line under it, dissolve the thoughts back into the mind, take stock once again, and maybe read a paragraph of a spiritual book or like the book I've recommended or back to some breathing meditation or back to meditation on the mind. Just try to finish your day with that too. And then go to sleep with a determination that in the morning you're going to repeat this process. Now, I want to read you from Buddhist scriptures uh, a few techniques now to start to change the way you're identifying with yourself. First, don't strive to attain high spiritual attainments without focusing principally on the basic ones. If we strive to attain high realizations before we've mastered the basics, we must expect to become discouraged. We need to understand that even the highest spiritual accomplishments have small beginnings. And we, le we must learn to value the small spiritual experiences that we have. So I really want to emphasize this, guys, just the small changes that we start to see in our mind and in our life over the period of six months or a year really value them perhaps our attitude towards others is less biased than it used to be maybe we're more patient maybe we're less arrogant it's these small improvements that are going to grow into something very very special now i know what it's like we you know generally we're we're high achievers, aren't we? So even if we're just a little bit patient, we don't really think we've accomplished that much, especially if we go on to get angry the next day. So when we're patient, we just poo-poo it. We say, ah, oh, no, it was nothing. It was just a tiny bit of patience. It wasn't even a big deal. And so as a result, we tend to not really value these small experiences. And yet we're very hard on ourselves when we fail. So we need to Begin to reverse this. Don't worry about when we fail. Just try again the next day. Every small thing we do that makes us peaceful, we've got to rejoice in that. You know, we don't need to be arrogant, but we just need to recognize, gosh, I'm changing. I've did, I did something that I wouldn't normally do. I'm a good person. I've got a good heart. Really emphasize that. That's Buddha described like seedling, seedling that's going to grow into something very, very special. If you stamp on your seedlings, you're not going to get flowers. Right. Now, the next thing is never, ever give up. 
Some people begin their practice with great enthusiasm, but when results don't appear, they give up. And Buddha described this as like a, a waterfall that's caused by a sudden storm, cascading furiously for a short time and then trickling away to nothing. Our efforts shouldn't be like this, everyone. At the very beginning of our practice, we make a firm decision. I will persevere in the development of a peaceful mind for the rest of my life. We should practice gently and constantly like a great river that flows day and night, year after year. Be creative. Okay, be creative. If sometimes you need to lay starfish on the carpet, staring at the ceiling and just focusing on your breath, will you do that? There's just going to be times where our ability to wrestle with our negative impulses is going to be weakened and our negative minds are going to get the better of us. And so sometimes you just need to lay down and watch the show. But it will subside. It will dissolve. Just allow, sometimes you just got to allow the mind to go blank. Then focus on the breath and then pick yourself up and carry on. If we try to force ourselves beyond our natural capacity and our natural abilities, what will happen is we'll become tense and irritable. <laughs> I find that. Uh, such a tragedy, a tragic irony that in our efforts to be happy, we sometimes don't see the wood for the trees. You know, like we try so hard to practice spiritual teachings that we are we become tense and irritable in our impatience with ourselves. Instead of just sometimes accepting, I can't do it today. You know, sometimes if we humbly acknowledge there's anger in my mind. And today I don't have the energy or the strength or the capacity to, dis to dissolve that anger away. That's the method to control the anger. That alertness, that awareness, that humility. And that's what I mean when I say sometimes we just need to be a bit more creative. Our practice should be a joyful affair. If others see us miserable while trying to practice that which is supposed to make us happy, People will not believe. They will not believe that we're spiritual practitioners or they won't believe that our practice is a source of happiness. So when we practice, we should be, this is a famous teaching by Buddha, that when we practice, we should be like a child at play. Now, it doesn't mean we run around like an immature and over in an immature fashion and, and allow ourselves to become overexcited. I want you to think back to when you were a child. Maybe you still are a child. I don't know who's listening. But I want you to think back to the last time you played a game as a child. And can you remember, maybe you had some, I don't know, some, some small toys. And you're playing with these toys. And in your imagination, you created a reality around the toys. And you kind of became engrossed into that reality. I can remember when I was a kid, I used to get so engrossed into that reality that when my parents were calling me for dinner, I just wouldn't hear them. 
that could be partly because I didn't want to go for dinner, <laughs> but mostly I was so engrossed in the creation that I had made in my mind around the toys, I could stay there forever. And that needs to be what we become as spiritual practitioners, where we become so absorbed into this vision of ourselves being at peace, or so absorbed into watching the mind that nothing is ever going to take that away from us. Nothing will ever take away our spiritual journey. It will last for the entirety of our life. Okay, so again, it's only I don't have a huge amount of time, and I just wanted to give some tips on a vision that you can create for yourself that will enable you to keep your training going throughout your life. And I think what I'd like to do now in this week's micro meditation is read the analogy of the river. And I just want you to generate within your imagination a vision of yourself as being at peace and in control of your mind for the rest of your life. It's a vision. It's giving rise to a special aspiration. So we'll do that. Uh, for a minute or two in meditation and I just think this will set the trajectory for you for the rest of your life. Okay, so please find a comfortable posture. Relax. Drop your shoulders. Lower your eyelids. Breathe gently through your nostrils. And we contemplate. I should make a firm decision to persevere in the training of my mind for the rest of my life. And then I should practice gently and constantly like a great river that flows day and night, year after year. Please now generate a vision of yourself. being perfectly at peace, gently smiling, your mind like a vast, still ocean, smooth and glassy, no turbulence, no painful emotions. And just hold this vision of yourself few moments I'll never abandon training my mind
Okay, we stop there again. Please do that meditation in your own time, but do it for a bit longer. And that brings us to a close. Um, we are now, con we, that concludes this five week series of the meditation at Anything But Square. I think all that needs to be said is a big thank you to Federation Square for inviting me to host this amazing podcast. Please do explore fedsquare.com and don't be a stranger. Get yourselves to Federation Square. There is plenty to see. And if you're keen to follow up on any of these spiritual practices, please follow our social media, which is Meditate in Melbourne. And that's both Facebook, Instagram, and our website is meditateinmelbourne.org. Once again, a big thanks to Fed Square, and I look forward to seeing some of you very soon. Thank you.